Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 8.27 a.m. on this hump day, Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to everyone. This is Angela Maria with Talk It Up. This is also a record because the other night I did a recording for segment two and it said that it had published when I went back to check on my platforms, Twitter and my Facebook blog. Excuse me, I need to clear my voice. It was only recording um, the first episode, and I'm like, oh no. So I contacted tech support, and in trying to link my Google page, it gave me a whole new um, account. And I'm like, oh, what is going on? Whenever you're trying to do something for the Lord, you know the devil's going to get in and try to attack. And I don't believe that it was on Anchor's part. I'm new at this, so I'm learning. And so I'm still 100% supportive of Anchor. I love this platform. A shout-out to Charlita again, Deloach, for sending this to me through her Boss um, Lady Lounge, and if you're not familiar with her, go to Charlita Deloach. And please, if you're a woman entrepreneur, you will want to get into this group. She is a speaker. She is a coach. She is very motivational. She posts daily, all day, and on Fridays. Um, for those that are desiring to become a speaker, you can post there because practice makes perfect. And she gives you tips. Get on her email list so that you can get um, things that are coming in the emails, such as what I got, this this free gift of knowing Anchor. And when I say free gift, we know apps are out there galore. But when someone sends it to you and you've been through several different types of research and trying to see what type of podcast is right for you, so many charge and you have to go through so much red tape, but you can stand on one that is recommended by someone that has um, the experience that you see coming through your threads each and every day. So thank you once again. I thank God for using her as a vessel to even um, be mindful to want to share these types of tools with inspiring at. Uh, activists like myself that activate and for speakers that are speaking on different platforms because there are several different, I believe she talked the other day about there being seven different types of speakers. So I just wanted to um, kind of stir you her way, follow her, like her, uh, check her out, please. So I'm recording Again, (laughs) segment two. And so segment's two title is still the same. What is Talk It Up all about? What is Talk It Up all about? So I'm going to go into how he laid it on my heart to explain it. So I'm lying in my bed one afternoon. It was probably 530. The sun was still out. 
but my room was dark. You, I wouldn't really have known that the sun was still out because I was in such a depressed state. My blinds was down, the windows, curtains, everything shut down, door closed, covers over my head, fans blowing. I like the sound, it's soothing to me. And I'm just in turmoil because I've got this zeal, this urge to be a, a spokesperson for so many uh, causes and I'm just, I'm stuck. My mind is blocked like a writer's block. And it was, and sometimes when you're going through your darkest times, and like I said, it's been a long, long journey, long struggle um, since I left Raleigh and uh, my 14 year um, marriage. So it was a big adjustment for me, standing on my own, living on my own, doing everything on my own. It was almost as if jumping out of a Wall Street building when the stock market crashed because everything that you built up is now gone. What do I do? Who am I? How do I start over? And uh, I just didn't know how to cope with that didn't know how to handle that I did everything for someone else and lost me in the process of that so learning how to love me learning what I like what made me happy what brought joy to me it was a whole process that I had to go through. I'm beginning to understand and see that now because I am lifting up my voice and I'm finally talking. So that afternoon, in that moment of me praying, I'm still praying because depressed people, we, we do pray. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to do. You've got to tell me. you got to leave me. you got to give me some type of sign. It, and all of a sudden, he's like, well, you talk to everybody else. You can talk to everybody else. And that's, that's your joy. That's your happiness. If they ask you creative things, you've got an on-the-spot idea for them. If they are confiding you about something, you're not blabbing it all over town. Okay, so now I'm I'm, I'm going to transition to another topic, which is therapy. <clears throat> For seven different appointments, I did cancellations. I would cancel. I'd get to the point of nope, nope, nope. You can't do this. You can't do this. And the reason behind that is, I struggle with church versus secular. Church help versus secular help. Now, all my saints out there and my church guards, you're, 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 this it's just a thing of, you know, you go to God for help. You know, you talk to the pastor about it. You know, you get prayed on and you faith walk and you leave it there. But same with natural, same with spiritual. I was going through a lot. I had just moved. I had a congestive heart, had a congestive heart failure that I was recovering from when I was in Charlotte because of all the panic attacks and, and, the, and things that I had um, been, been going through. Uh, like I said, with that process and that transition of moving from Raleigh, you know, 
then there was my mom was sick and then just moving back home I hadn't been home I left at 18 and here I am coming back to Washington like at 46 nobody know me but my family <laughs> you know you feel familiar class classmate but they're scattered everywhere and I'll do a segment on that as far as how I kind of got back into being involved in community things with um, volunteering to help organize our class reunion. But we'll, that's another segment. So I decided finally, well, first of all, I had decided that I was going to talk to a pastor. And something happened that changed my mind. There's nothing negative. I'm not going into all that. Uh, I never even really spoke to them. But like I said, I had been praying about it. And I really believe this was something that I needed to do. And God allowed me to do it. So I went on, made the appointment. I kept the appointment. And from there on into maybe the, because I've been in therapy maybe three, going on four years now. Uh, the second year, she asked me one day, she said, do you write? You know, because I'm just like blabbling, going on and on and on because I can get it off. I can release. I can just talk, you know, cry, whatever. And she said, well, what I'd like for you to do is keep a diary. And I'm kind of like giving her the side eye, like, <laughs> keep a diary? For what? I don't keep diaries. People read your diaries. I'm an introvert. I keep it all inside. I help other people and I take minds to the Lord in prayer. But I needed it out. I needed to talk about it. I needed to talk it up. And uh, I went out and got the diary. Our journal. I got this fancy cute one with a pen. Of course, it had my pinks, had all my bright colors. If you follow me, you know a lot of the times I show a lot of bright colors. That's that creative mind. <laughs> right now, I think my cover on my blog has a picture of two brains. One that shows the normal side, one shows the creative side. So that creativeness with the splatter of color, that represents me. I, I love color. It brings me joy. Um, so I got those two tools, and I said, I'm going to the waterfront. Those here that are listening from Washington, I'm going to the waterfront, and I'm going to write in my diary. I'm going to do it every single day I'm gonna do, or twice a week. <laughs> two months went by. It was time for me to return to her. And I returned with my fancy smancy by um my fancy smancy uh journal and my pen and she said, Well show me what you got <laughs> I opened it up and she said, Two pages and I just kinda like had this smirk look on my face and I'm like, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I I could never get it out. I know it's in there, but just to put it on paper, I couldn't get it. And at that time, I really didn't even know if it really had anything to do with dyslexia. I've been doing journals and writing and that, but that's more of things that my ex, my former pastor and Ross said, you need to write your story. You need to write your book. And that was eight years ago. So I've been working on journals for a book. I've even talked to publishers. Money is just crazy uh, with what it costs to do publishing. 
So they're there until it's time for me to get them published. It's a time, and I, I'm still adding to it. That's part of a summer project. But back to the therapist. She said, well, well, what do you like to do? And I said, um, research. <laughs> Reality shows that, you know, make me think. Um, I'm a black nerd, guys. I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm, I'm honest. And um, she said, okay. And she said, well, what kind of things do you talk about on Facebook? <laughs> In the beginning, we all do as we, you know, started out. It's the way of finding friends, family, classmates, and that sort. And over time, it's, you know, changed. The market, um, the... Uh, election, just jobs in general change. We have more people that are going into guru mode of being entrepreneurs and small businesses because these corporate jobs are not solid today. I've had corporate jobs. I've worked for the university. I've worked for myself. I've worked for myself the last 15 years. So I understand why, you know, a lot of people are saying, hey, I'm making something that's solid for me and for my legacy and for my family. Now, shout out to D.G. McGee with her money management conference, which I was able to go and do a blog right up for. She invited me. I did an interview with her on that same topic. She and her family have um, followed a great uh, guideline that she now speaks about and goes and teaches other people on how to be debt-free because they are. So shout-out to the McGee's. Um, she influenced me a whole lot there, and a lot of the things that she had in that training and in that management that I am incorporating in my daily life as I help myself to rebuild and be able to establish because it's not going to be another time that I marry or I'm in a relationship of marriage uh, long term like that and we go our separate ways and I'm left with nothing. Especially when, you know, income wise on taxes, um, the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, I can't think of the name now. (laughs) Profit loss statements is 250K, you know. And I helped build that. But in the end of the day, I just wanted my name back and I wanted my freedom because I was going out of my mind, literally. So um, I decided with what she was asking me and dealing with what I do on Facebook, she said, well, you know, if you can express yourself, I said, I do. I said, but I get so deep into it. People can't really relate to me. They don't comment. They don't follow me. (laughs) And we started talking about, um, the blog. I said, well, maybe I can blog about it. And so that's kind of the connection that I wanted to bring and bridge the transition of that uh, scene of me being in therapy and the scene of me being in the bed that particular day. 
and with the Lord talking to me and being able to talk about to other people about what to do, it's time to talk it up. Talk about it. Take that pain and talk about it. I didn't understand it at the time. I just knew he gave me the name of the blog. And there it was going to be more of an online journal. I like to type anyway as far as posting. And I was beginning to do more design because at the time I was tutoring students who were college or graduate level and a lot of them even disclosed to me they didn't like to talk they didn't like to write they had issues pertaining to being either dyslexic or um either couldn't enunciate that well and it saddens me because the fear was the way people would shun them and i said I work too hard with these students. I work too hard not to see them. And by the way, too graduated last year and came out with AB honor roll. Uh, so I'm very proud to have been able to be there for them. And I learned from them and they learned from me. I take what I talk about very seriously. Believe me, if I'm an advocate about a lot of things. And if it's a good cause and if I believe in it, you, I'm 100% there. So um, I just was so happy to see them accomplish something. And I'm not, I'm talking people over 50 years old. And uh, when I decided to go back into marketing, I said, I'm going to shut this down. I want to go back into what. I've been doing all my life and some part, all parts of what I've done in my lifetime pertaining to work has always been with marketing. I'm more old school. You know, a lot of people, you know, have got the fancy apps and believe me, their graphics is way better than mine because they've got the templates and, you know, whatever apps are that's out there that's either free or they're paying for. I have to depend on what I used to know and what the Creative, the creativeness uh, in me to put out what I would really want people to see. I hope that makes sense to you. You know, it makes sense to me, but uh, I just do it differently. How about that? And um, I'm growing into my own as far as how I do create and how I do design. It might change in the future, you know, as, as, as things are better for me um, I might go to some of these other but I don't like to be constrained I don't like those templates where I can only stay here and I can only stay there no I pretty much like to build my own from a vision in my head to where I put it down or if I find a stock photo or whatever and I want to add and I want to build onto it that's how my vision works that's how I work when I'm in a creative mode so taking that with the name he gave me and what the therapist said with um, asking me to start writing, um, it was to open up my feelings, whether good or bad, pain, whatever. But what I didn't see then is what I'm seeing two years later is, and what the speaker said at the W, um, the WOW ministry uh, weapons of War Ministry with Miss Cynthia Barnes Spencer, um, Dr. Don Martin Harvey said um, the other week is that once he finds out who you are, 
<laughs> and I just started falling because believe me, this is hard. It is so hard, but I have to push. I have to push because it's really what I want to do is to advocate, is to market, and is to educate people on dyslexia and so many important causes that are just in our own community. But we'll look the other way. We'll stay within our own confinement of our groups that are doing what, when there's so much more that can be done if we can band together, be it online, be it internationally, or be it in our own communities. We need to do more. And that leads into talking about the name, Talk It Up, with the two Ks. That's not, um, de- that was not overlooked with the spelling. It was deliberate. It was intentional. It represents dyslexic. dyslexia. I'm dyslexic. So there's two Ks. So yes, it's misspelled for purpose. <laughs> it's misspelled on purpose. But that is to... I'm drawing in things that pertain to me. As I said before, I lost who I was. Who am I? What defines Angela? You know, and so this is a way for me to be able to do that. So I've explained how Talk It Up came about. I've explained that God gave it to me. I explained how the blog came about. And as far as a diary of trying to write, so if you want to treated as my online diary. Hey, I finally gave in and did a diary. I've explained the two Ks. So now let's talk about the name Angela Maria. Maria is my middle name, as everyone knows. I have a cousin that has the same name, but it's Angela Marie. My parents named me originally Angelo Maria. The daughter had to let them know that is a boy's name. So, of course, it was changed to Angela. So, it's Angela Maria. Now, why is it linked to Talk It Up? Why don't you just say Angela? (laughs) You know your name is not Angela. They're not calling you Angela Maria. Your name is Angela. Your name is Angie. Or some of my Spanish people might say Maria. But I'm like, (laughs) I can't even use my middle name, too. Well, let me just um, clear your minds. My father used to call me all the time. And whenever he would call me, whether we, I picked up the phone or he left a voicemail message for me. These are his words. Angela Maria, my baby, my firstborn. And that's when he'll go into being my lawyer, my doctor, <laughs> my minister, my pastor. He going to be in something that day. He was going to be one. He was a character, but my father was brilliant. He was smart, but he didn't bite his tongue. And some things I don't bite my tongue on too. I guess I got it, you know, I I, I got it from him. And uh, he was very debatable, but I loved him. We had a special relationship. We had a special bond. And even though is a lot of times he came straight with his, um, suggestions to me some I took some I didn't you know made my own decisions but at the end of the day I was his firstborn I was his baby girl I was his Angela Maria so when I was thinking about her I was like why not it's your name so I say the same to my audience why not audience that is my name Angela Maria and I love it that 
my father it makes me feel like my father is a part of me so i ain't changing it i'm moving it for anyone i'm not changing it for anyone it is him representation along with talk it up it's a way of me to remember him since he passed away in 2012 so now you have the understanding that when I do my interviews and when I am doing all of my logo branding around with Talk It Up and you see with Angela Maria, you think about my dad and that's why he is there. Okay? Hearts. Hearts, hearts. Let's talk about the hearts. If I do post and what I try to do, and this is just a marketing tip, I'm just learning for myself through my experience, through my analyzations um, with marketing for what fits and works for me. I decided that I don't do a, a, a broad stroll down um, thread lane and page um, wall lane anymore. Because when I run across something that is negative, it tries to stick in your mind and it will cloud from what you need to do. So I don't do it. And I kind of take that from watching an interview with an actress one time before and the interviewer was like, well, you know, they said such and such in the star and they said such and such in the inside edition. Did you read or did you hear about that? And she just paused for a second, didn't say a word. She just shook her head. She said, no. She said, I don't read that stuff. And she said, because it makes me lose focus of what my cause is and what I am doing uh, for my purpose in life. And that was like, ding, 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 ding. I really liked it. It stuck with me. Because she was uh, talking um, about a movie, but all at the same time, she was involved in uh, something that was advocate-related. And that was empowering for me. So why? Why should I? I, when I go through with time that I have now, I don't have time just to go and just joking like I, I do it in um, kind of a timing manner. But I purpose myself if I'm going to go through and look through a feed, I might try and look at 10 or 20. And in those 10 and 20, I might engage in at least, you know, five to 10 of them. And it's like, I walk into your home, I'm virtually there. If you're on the beach, if you're in church, if you're in the car, if you're with the kids, I capture that moment. And for me, if you're happy, it makes me happy. So I put a heart. And believe me, when you are or have had depressed moments, you take every happiness you can when you can grab it and have it and take it close to you so when you see a heart from me that's on a comment comment it comes from a great space sometimes i see checks that people do on things that is just really so but i can't deal with it all i can do is worry about me worry about me so um that I hope you get some understanding also with that. And the last thing I like to talk about, because I said I was going to try to wind this up in 30 minutes, and I have like three minutes and a half left, is to discuss my designs. Um, you see a lot. If you may see pictures I've done in the past that are just a photo, but now it comes back around and it's got wordage to it. It's got fonts to it. It has graphics to it. It's the same way in the topic that 
um, Dr. Harvey was talking about, everything is just kind of like clicking and resonating when I'm praying and I'm meditating and I'm talking to the Lord about different things. Because I do, when I do my designs, a lot of times that's my prayer time too. And he'll give me a thought or a quote or something, and I can't sit still. I've got to like, okay, it's pierced in my brain, my heart. I've got to work on it then. I do because it's it's my way of the ministry part that he has for me that he's using me for. So if I do a design and I've redone it, I've recycled it around, it's almost like the recycling of the things I've gone through. I'm like, well, Lord, oh, my gosh, when is my season going to come? You know, how long? Taking that same type of pain and turning it around and making it my motivation. So I take designs and I might recycle them around where, you know, I did a picture the other day that is half. It shows one side gray and one side color. But the vision he gave me is like, this represents pain and this represents the healing. I already had the picture in my head. I just had to go put the the, the the design in my head, I just went and put it together. I mean, it all clicks and makes sense. It's like the confusion with those type of things now are coming around and it's clarity, you know. He's not the author of confusion. He's, he's bringing things that was once painful for me and allowing me to turn around, use it to help heal me, use it to help educate others, and hopefully inspire someone else and let them know, too, you can come you can make it. You can over, be an overcomer by your testimony. I could not see this eight years ago. I could not see nothing but black, 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 black. That's how dark it was. It was like, it's, it's no way. You know, I, I don't see my way out of this. But continuously praying and going through different things and just getting closer with him and really learning what a personal relationship is. Whew, um it's 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 a aha moment because a lot of times we can sit in church when I was baptized in Jesus name at 24 got the Holy Ghost at 24 you know three church um, uh, seven days a week three times on Sunday at my first church of about 15 um, I say about 15 years and um, not that long maybe 10 years and then on to my next one it wasn't as many days but I, I'm not, I, I thank God for both because they were the bridges that brought me over and real solid, you know, moral teaching, you know, respect a person teaching, talking about these things in this flesh type teaching. And, but I got mad at God. I'm just being transparent. When my marriage fell apart, I got mad at him. I remember driving to church, you know, speaking in tongues, crying at the top of my lungs at a stop sign. And when the light turned green, this lady blew at me, and she's looking dead in my mouth. I guess she watched the whole scenes. Like, should I call 911? This lady's having a tantrum or um, epilepsy fit, something in her car. She didn't know what was going on. But I was, I, I, I threw a tantrum because I didn't understand. I said, why, Lord? You know, I've served you all these years. You know, I've, I've been in church. I've been faithful. You know, why? But that doesn't always mean you're cursed. He can take you out of a disease situation to bring you back around so that he can use you the way he wants to use you. And looking now I wouldn't have been able to be and do what I'm doing 
um, if I hadn't gone through those things, <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of, um, but yeah, I, I would have been able to be able to see, be able to take those things and make me stronger because I was so spoiled. Oh my gosh, I was spoiled. I was spoiled. I'm still spoiled to, uh, uh, to a smidge, and I, I, I am. But believe me, I'm so much stronger. And some things that I've gone through, <laughs> people will run the other way. Had I known the things that I would have gone through, had to go through, I would have ran the other way. But um, I didn't have to know. <laughs> we don't know. Um, but I hope that you've uh, enjoyed um, me explaining what Talk It Up is about and the dyslexic part as far as dealing with av- advocating um, the, um, or the the origin of, of where Talk It Up began. You know, it's, it's still all inspired by the personal relationship that God is showing me how to build with him. Because we could sit in church and be on pews for a lifetime and just be a pew warmer and not getting any truth in us and think that we're still doing God a service. We're doing him a disservice when we leave church and still go out and won't talk to the person that goes to another church or roll your eyes at someone or get on Facebook and run someone down or get on the phone and run someone down. That's, that's not God. That's not God. And people get mad at me. They used to get mad at me at church. They get mad at me now because I don't want to talk about junk and mess. I got too much to do. I don't want to talk about junk and mess. I don't want to talk about anyone else. Let's pray for them. Pray for me. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, I hope you're getting a better idea of who I am and what I am. like to discuss and what I try to bring to the table for Talk It Up. It's been 33 minutes and 27 seconds counting, so I am going to stop and pray before I hit that publish button and hoping that it will work out. For Charlita, I thank you again for sending Anchor. Lord, I thank you for using her. And um, it's going to be more. Tune in this week. I am working on two more segments for this week that we will be talking with um, Nancy Mooney. She is in Kenya and she runs a school for dyslexic and autistic kids. And it's called uh, Rare Gems. And I've been excited. She's already sent me the history of the school. I've talked with her and chatted with her a little bit. And the connection comes from a shout out to my UK friend, Michael Sheaton, who we will talk to also. It originated because Michael took a trip there. I saw the picture and we did a video chat and I just was just asking him all kinds of questions. I said, we're going to have to do this again in a podcast and talk about the school. And I'm just excited. I'm excited that I'm meeting people internationally. I'm excited that they're embracing me and I'm embracing them. And they're, they're adding, they're asking for my, um, my, um, I'm sorry that Dean came in and it threw me off, but they're asking for my advice and 
I'm like, wow, well, thank you. So they see the professionalism in me as I see in them, and we're going to work this thing out. So I'm glad that the Lord laid it on my heart to finally start talking up. I'm thankful for him using the therapist. See, it's always two folds to everything in life. I live by that. I, I, I really do. I heard it in the Bible class years and years and years and years ago, and it stuck with me that there are two folds in life. There is what we want to do and our purpose in doing something, and it's what God wants and his purpose in what we're doing in something. So thank you, Lord. I know I'm not where I ought to be, but I'm not where I used to be. I know that you're still working on me. You're the potter, and I'm the clay. And I thank you for you listeners that are here today. Get on Anchor if you need that for your platform. Please do download it and put your notification on. I think it's called a favorite. You can even do a clap here if you're listening to me. If it gets to a point that you like something. Um, and it, there will be more. So I'm going to get off now so I can figure out how to post this <laughs> and publish it. And um, you guys have a great uh, Wednesday. And thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. This is Angela uh, Maria signing out. We'll talk it up. Okay. Smooches.